When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Hollywood Raw Podcast. I am Dax Holtz here in sunny California. I got Adam on the other line. How are you? What's New York like? Dude, New York is good, man. It's, uh, you know, it's it's getting better. Things are starting. You know what's cool about the, the bars, like, in the neighborhood are starting to open up? Like, not like you could go inside, but, like, at the window, they'll start serving you alcohol. So it's kind of, like, fun to walk around New York City and just, like, have a drink, like a, like a margarita or a beer and just kind of hang out in the park it's just been, and it's not touristy at all so there's not and there's no taxis so it, it's kind of fine it's getting better and now that the weather's getting warmer it's just i'm just happier how you doing bud i'm so good man i i got nothing to complain about life is good family's healthy i mean really i can't ask for much more by the way you know how we've been talking about reviews people leaving reviews yeah i think what i'm going to start doing is just reading my favorite review for the, that got posted since our last podcast. Okay. Are you cool with that? Yeah, let's do it. So I got one here. It says, Andy Pandis is the name. Gave us five stars. Title is so entertaining. Says, love this podcast. I'm a new listener and I can't get enough. I already listened to too many things, but I find myself trying to binge yours whenever I can. I want to listen to it all. That's that a was, good that's review. A great review. Shout out to the, the person it. who wrote that one. That was really nice. That was... Uh, that was so nice to hear. Uh, thank you. Thank you for listening. And again, uh, leave a review because that's, you know, if you want to support us, which I hope you do, all you have to do is just write a review and give us a good rating. You know, there's like this algorithm when it comes to these podcast reviews, and that really, really is important. You know, if you put us, gave us a good review, and if you write a good, you know, give us a good rank, ranking or rating, um, it actually puts us up the huge. charts and that's really helps us out with networks and, uh, you know, we're very fortunate Parkville media has been really good to us. So shout out to them. They've been great. And Dax today, exciting huge. show. Good start. Person I'm interested in, you know, cause I, I always find to do, I always find it good to do shows or interview people that are, are people that we've done stories on for over the years, years. you know, like, no, we, like literally years. We've covered this guy I, I, hundreds of times. I mean, he's been in the news nonstop for the last like two, three years. It's crazy because he's had such a career and, you know, it's kind of even our relationship with him. It's kind of interesting for us to come full circle with them because we went, we've been there through the highs and through the lows. And, you know, our relationship with this person has kind of circled around. And here we are meeting and just having a good conversation. This person is a reality TV star. You might have saw him on a popular New Jersey Bravo reality TV star. He's also an entrepreneur and is now uh, getting into the world of boxing. Straight from Italy is Joe Judice. Joe, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, man. Dude, ha- crazy news. You're now in the boxing game. How did this all come together? Well, I got an email from uh, Celebrity Boxing Damien. And, uh, I mean, at first I wasn't even going to answer the email, but then I did. And uh, we got talking, and um, he asked me if I'd be interested in doing it. And I said, uh, 
thought about it for a few days, and I was like, no, we're not. I mean, do you get I mean you're, you're one of those few guys a few celebrities out there that has their email like in their Instagram I'm sure you're gonna hang up by tons of offers and stuff like that and is it crazy when you have your emails and the, the messages you get from fans and people all around the world yeah I mean listen a lot of uh, you know I get a lot of uh, that too but uh, I do like to negotiate my own deals you know what I mean I respect I think it's always the best thing to negotiate your own deal I mean I, I don't like I've always negotiated my own deals, you know. So I mean, basically having other people negotiate a deal for me just doesn't make sense. I mean, they're never, they're never right anyway. So I mean, uh, why <laughs> waste time? <laughs> you know what I mean? Going yeah. Forth, you know, doing all that when you could just negotiate your own deal, and that way you don't have to go back and forth. You already know what's going on. You got to go through this guy, that guy. But I look through, I get a lot of offers, and then I see what which one I'm interested in, you know what I mean? That's what I respond to. That's cool, man. So, dude, boxing, but you've been in phenomenal shape. I mean, you were always an athlete before, you know, and then when you were away from prison, you got into insane shape. I remember when you came out, the photos came out, I was like, Joe looks incredible. You know, how are you training for this right now? I mean, you, what is your background? Don't you, have, do you have a karate background? Because I've seen some pretty insane kicks from you. Yeah, I was, uh, I was in the martial arts for a very long time, uh, actually forever. And, um, so, I mean, I always, always knew how to throw punches and kicks and, you know, whatever. And plus, once I got out, I was, uh, actually uh, with, with a couple of schools here. I was with a school here in Salerno, a boxing school. And I was also in another boxing, kickboxing school that's nearby over here. So I was going back and forth. And plus, I was always, you know, I always trained on my own anyway. So, uh, and with all this corona going on over here, I decided to make my gym up in the mountain here. I take the dog for a walk. I go up there. So I found some blocks. I put some things together. And uh, I tell you the truth, I get a better workout going up there than I do in the gym. And I don't have to worry about people sweating or, you know, wiping any equipment down and, you know, catching any kind of, uh, who knows what kind of diseases are out there now with all this crap going on. I was going to say, do you feel like you will be adequately prepared? Because right now, because everything is so crazy with coronavirus, you can't really like be one-on-one -on -one with people and sweating and all that. Do you feel like you'll be ready come I'll be October? Ready. Yeah. You know, I think so. I mean, uh, yeah, it's three rounds. You know what I mean? It's not like it's going, we're going 12 rounds. You know what I mean? Or, I mean, how, how ready can, do you have to be for three rounds? <laughs> It's, well, I don't know. <laughs> Depends on who you're fighting, right? Yeah. <laughs> dude, dude are, but are you? It's 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 interesting. So you're going to be fighting in the Bahamas because you can't come back to the states, I guess, for for all this stuff that's going on. So you're going to be fighting in the Bahamas. Is there going to be headgear with this fight, or how does it work as far as the uh, legality of boxing for non-professionals? I guess. I mean, I guess so. I mean, I've seen, uh, you know, the, they were sending me a few links, and uh, I saw, who did I see last night? Uh, Bonaducci, I think his name is Bonaducci. Yeah, Danny Bonaducci. Danny Bonaducci, yeah, he fought some other guy, and uh, I don't know if it was uh, Bonaducci's uh, headgear that got knocked off for the other guys, but I mean, it was pretty interesting to watch, <laughs> watch you know? <laughs> it's great and then i think i saw who was the other one uh stuttering john or and uh some cabbie guy or whatever yeah a crazy cabbie and stuttering john melendez yeah yeah that was a pretty fun that was a big one that was in atlantic city i believe it was like a trump casino that was a huge fight they're like building that one up there's a lot of people there who has reached out right now so far to fight you? Has anybody reached out? I think I, I've heard through the grapevine, through the rumors that actually John Melendez, starting John, wanted to possibly kind of 
do it. Have you heard anybody else, or has can you confirm that Stuttering John wanted to do it? Um, I don't know. I, I, I Stuttering John came on and he uh, said something. You know what I mean? He, they sent me a video of uh, him uh, saying that he was gonna like give me an uppercut and knock me out. <laughs> <laughs> is there anyone that you would love to fight? Is there any? Is there any celeb names that you're like? Oh, I I, lo- I would wish that they would sign on to do this. I don't really care, you know what I mean? Whoever it is, it doesn't make a difference, you know what I mean? It's really for fun, you know what I mean? It's not for fun, I mean, you're actually punching each other, but it's still fun, you know what I mean? Yeah. I actually enjoyed doing it. So for me, it'll be just like a little workout. I don't really care. Yeah, it's uh, you, you're smiling. You look good. I mean, you're going in with a good attitude. You're not going in with aggression by any means, it looks like. Um, is there any chance, is, is there any talks if you maybe wanted to go against one of the other housewives, husbands, or any people from the, another series or another st- uh, you know, town, city? Maybe, maybe the housewives from our Beverly Hills husbands? I mean, it's still a little, uh, you know, so it just, well, we just announced it, well, I think a few days. So, I mean, you got to give it a little bit of time. I'm sure somebody will step up to the plate. You know what I mean? Yeah. How is Italy, dude, by the way, man? You look good. You said you're up in the mountains. Where exactly are you in Italy? Um, actually, in Salerno. I'm in, uh, in the town that I was actually uh, born in. My parents and, uh, you know, also, uh, you know, Teresa's parents and everybody grew up in and, um you know, this is where I'm at right now. So, I mean, basically, I got stuck here during the coronavirus, but I have an apartment in the actual center of Salerno. I was only there uh, twice so far. I went there the other day just to check it out and let it air out. I just left all the windows up because it's been like three months since I've been there. So, I mean, I went there, I opened it up, and, you know, basically, I'm here in my uh, mother's house. I'm uh, doing some renovations over here in another house that I'm going to uh, move down to once it's done. And um, and I said I'm just keeping myself busy here. You know, I'm just uh, you know working out when I, you know at night. Like I'll get done with you, and I'll get back in my uh, sweat gear, and I'll just like take a hike up to the mountain there and get about an hour of workout in or whatever. And um, you know, that's it. I got a a YouTube channel that I'm working on. Uh, you know, uh, with uh, you know Joe uh, Judice Redemption. Uh, which is uh, you know pretty much talks about like the fight and uh, you know. You know, pretty much everything that I've uh, been going through, whatever and everything, and pretty much leading up to the fight and, uh, you know, training and all that stuff. And, you know, I also have, uh, you know, this old villa, another channel with this old villa, because a lot of people, believe it or not, a lot of Italians and, uh, you know, we're left homes over here. They have, like, you know, there's probably hundreds of thousands of Americans that have homes here. You know what I mean? They just don't know what, they, they don't know what to do with. And it's hard to communicate with people out here to get things done. So, I mean, I put a channel together, and if uh, people are interested in getting their things done out here, construction is the same, you know what I mean? I've done construction my whole life, so it's not a big deal. Are you enjoying being in Italy? I mean, the, you're in Italy. It's a beautiful place. So are, are you enjoy? I mean, obviously, I think you'd rather be with your family, but... Yeah, i got to be honest with you. It's really, really a beautiful place. I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, it's, uh, it's absolutely gorgeous. I mean, it's... Uh, it's got everything. It's got beach. It's got mountains. You know what I mean? Uh, actually, I'm a block away from the beach where my apartment is in Solano. I literally come out of my apartment. Kind of looks like, I don't know, I don't want to like say whatever, but it's got like graffiti all like always or whatever. So when I walk out of my apartment, I'm like, I don't know why people do this. You know what I mean? So I got to get paint. I got to paint over the walls a little bit over there. But other than that, you know what I mean? It's uh, You come out a, a block away and you're, you hit the beach. You know what I mean? The beach is right there. Do do people recognize you over in Italy? 
I mean, obviously, you're crazy famous here. I'm just curious if people over there know who you are. You know, they do, actually. You know what I mean? Not like over there, but I mean, they do. You know what I mean? Like, uh, and mostly in like this, in the in the the cities, yeah. But like in these like little towns here. I mean, I guess now they know who I am in my town. You know what I mean? But uh, you know, if I go into like these little towns with like a couple thousand people. They don't really know, you know what I mean? Like they're here, there's like all different like little towns, you know what I mean? Like in the mountains and like all over the place. And um, so, I mean, I'm not in those little towns, but I mean, they pretty much know who I am here because of my family. They know my background and uh, why I'm here, you know what I mean? So it's, uh, you know, listen, yeah, yeah, it's better than where I was, put it that way. Yeah. Otherwise, I'd still be do you have to deal with Italian paparazzi? I'm so curious. I don't know anything. Do they have a lot of paparazzi running around your city or not so much? First guy here, was a, it, it was a real pain in the butt. I mean, they were all like all over the place looking for me, trying to find me. And, um, you know, I just didn't want to deal with any paparazzi or anything like that when I first got out. So, um, you know, but other than that, it's, it's not so bad here. I mean, listen, you eat well. Um, it's uh, laid back, you know what I mean? Like over here, you know, one o'clock, everybody stops working. You know, they take their hour of lunch, hour and a half lunch. They go home, they eat with their family, they come back to work. It's a whole different, uh, you know, ball game around here. It's not like uh, over there. And I thought it was only like in these little towns, but it's like this, even in the city of Salerno, which is like a city, you know what I mean? Uh, you come one o'clock, one thirty. I mean, uh, or whatever time it is, I think from like three to five in the city. Everything's closed. All right, so like from three to five, you basically go do whatever you have to do because there's no stores open. And um, it's just, it's crazy. I mean, but uh, that's how they do it here in Europe. It's uh, a whole other country here. You know, and I'm, you know, I'm working on also, I got um, I got into the adult toy business. And, uh, yeah, dude, tell me about this. You got, you're got you now in the adult toy business with like high-end vibrators. This is crazy, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, uh, friend of- <laughs> A friend of mine, uh, you know, got a hold of me and uh, asked me, uh, you know, told me about it. So I got into it. You know, we went over it for about three, four weeks again. I negotiated it myself, and uh, we went back and forth. And I wasn't sure about getting into it, but then I'm like thinking, I'm like, you know what? That probably wouldn't be a bad business to get into right now. Um, <laughs> it's yeah. The products are are like top of the line. You know, they're uh, the price range is like from like sixty to like two hundred dollars. And, but I mean, they're really, really like the Rolls Royce of all, uh, you know, like, you know, massage slopes. But I mean, let's just say massages or whatever you want to call them. I mean, vibrator sounds a little, you know, whatever, but, <laughs> you know, like, let's call it a, a massager, all right, for women or whoever, you know, enjoys, you know, uh, whatever it is. I mean, listen, they're out there. So, I mean, but this, I mean, they come in like, we got a new one coming out in about two to three weeks. It's called uh, The King, all right? And um, this one here is like top notch. It's like almost like in a uh, a Johnny Walker blue case. All right. I mean, the whole packaging is like, I mean, like really top notch. Yeah. I mean, yeah. This is, uh, these are like top. You know, but um, no, I mean it's good. You know, listen, if you're gonna get into it, you gotta get into it because it's different, not because everybody else sells the same stuff. You know what I mean? It's not like uh, you go and you get, you know, you go online and it's you know the same thing as everybody else has. I mean, totally different. I mean, Zalo.com, I mean, ZaloUSA.com. Uh, very good. So so when your friend comes to you and says, hey, this would be a good business opportunity, are you like, well, I need to see if the products, like, 
do you got to look at the packaging? Do you have to look at all that? Or you just you trust your friend? Because I, I try it like out for me. I'd be like, well, I got to see it in person. I'm not saying try it out. I'm just saying, <laughs> do you want to see if it's a good product in person? You want them to send me. Well, I, I sent them out to my wife. I sent them out to uh, friends. You know what I mean? They all like <laughs> Here's a care package from Joe. Let me know if you like it. Yeah. <laughs> I made sure that I made sure that it was good before I, I started, uh, you know, getting into uh, anything. So I said, "Listen, if this is good as they say it is," and uh, I sent it all to them. But I got to say, they all and love the packaging. They love the. Uh, they love it. So, so it's got Teresa's seal of approval on it. That's <laughs> yeah, awesome. and her friends. You know what I mean? I sent it to a few of her friends and. Uh, you know, everybody likes it, so I guess it's good. <laughs> he wanted to send me, like, three boxes of this stuff here, right? I'm like, what am I going to do with these things, right? And he's like, well, you know, just saying, I want to do a video. And yeah. I'm like, listen, we don't need to do that. You know what I mean? I'm like, what am I going to do? Yeah, after I do a video, so I'm going to give it to my aunts and my grandmother's here. I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> just leave them around the mountains in Italy, just like just but random you know, dildos. Joe, you could do a huge giveaway, have them send the boxes, then you could do some kind of big giveaway on your Instagram page. Yeah. Well, I could do that without him sending it here. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. I mean, what am I going to do? You know what I mean? My, and my mother comes here, you know what I mean? I mean, I could bring it down together. My kids come here, I could have all these things laying around now. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, how is Teresa like? You know, like Teresa is like, how is she supporting you with the boxing match with this new venture? How is her support helping you? No, we're on the phone. We always talk. I mean, I was just on the phone with her a few minutes ago. Look, we got four kids. We got to talk. We got to, you know what I mean? You know, we got four kids. It's, uh, you know, it's a lot. You know what I mean? I feel bad that she's got to, you know, deal with them all on her own, but. You know, I do what I can from here. You know what I mean? I'm always uh, calling them, always talking to them, and, uh, you know, whatever they need, I'm here. Will Teresa go to the Bahamas to see this fight? I'm sure. You know what I mean? Why, why not? I mean, my kids will go. I'm sure she will. That's great. I, I just I came up with an idea. So, you know, it, it's obviously a celebrity boxing match, but I have a, I've got a twist in here for you, Joe. What if, instead of a big celebrity, is there anyone in the U.S. government that you would love to get in the ring because of everything? Because that could be even a bigger fight. Absolutely. Is there anyone that you'd be like, I would love to get them in there? Yes, yes. I would uh, definitely get a few, but they won't get, they would never get in there. Hey, you never know. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, well, listen, it's out there. So, I mean, if they're willing, I'm there. You know what I mean? That'd be great. I think everybody would love to see uh, me get in the ring with uh, a government. Uh, so, whoever it is, you know what I mean? Somebody it would have to be an FBI official or somebody. Somebody in, uh, you know, because, yeah, it'd have to be somebody in the FBI that uh, pretty much, uh, I forget, I even, I'll tell you the truth, I even forget their damn names. I don't even want to remember their names. Yeah, Joe, when you look back, what do you feel like, and I'm not even going to go into this more, but do you ever feel like you were like a target because you were a celebrity? They're like, okay, we're going to publicize this to show that we're doing our job. Did you ever think about that? Well, we definitely, absolutely were targets. I mean, uh, I mean, look, they put my wife in prison. I mean, what the hell did she do? You know what I mean? I mean, it was, you know, to be honest with you, they were more after her, you know what I mean, they were, than they were after me. You know what I mean? Because I took full responsibility, but they still get put her away for 11 months. And for what? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, and then I got, I, I, had, I got 36 months, and then I had to do another seven months in that freaking uh, ice facility. All right? I mean, I should have just left as soon as I got out of there. I shouldn't be, I mean, listen. 
all those, uh, you know, most of them, I'm not going to say all of them, but most of those uh, immigration attorneys are all full of crap. All right. I mean, supposedly I had the best, blah, blah, blah. Let me tell you something. They were not the best, far from the best. All right. And um, listen, it just uh, went the way it went, and uh, unfortunately. But I mean, listen, it's not, uh, it's not over. You know what I mean? Yeah. You never know. When, when you were, you know, again, we only know what, you know, when you go away, what it's like in the movies and TV. You know, as far as Dax goes, look at Dax. He, Dax never seen inside <laughs> of a prison cell. Me, I had a few drunk nights. Anyway, but did you have any uh, fighting stories? Did you see some stuff go down in jail? What's the craziest thing you saw go on there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, look, it's uh, it's pretty much like what you see on TV. I mean, when they get, you know, when the gangs, you know, it's mostly, it, it always starts from, like from uh you know let's say you got the you know a mexican gang or a puerto rican gang because they really did not like each other in there there was a lot of that in there i mean and i mean these guys went at it i mean they, they stabbed each other they did everything in there so i mean yeah, all that goes on in there and, and i remember though, they stabbed each other over an onion one day wow over an onion over an onion wow that's crazy do you feel that so, i mean you- and, it's crazy. I mean, it, it, it goes, uh, and it gets, you know, it gets pretty crazy pretty quick, too. I mean, when, uh, you know, when things happen over there, I mean, uh, you know, they go and uh, I remember they had, uh, how many, uh, they had Mexicans and Puerto Ricans. I had them hogtied in the damn, um, in the auditorium for, you know, they had them hogtied in the auditorium because they were, uh, you know, they, they were stabbing each other and doing whatever. And just to get most of them, they brought him in the auditorium, they hot tied him and left him there for like hours. Wow. Jeez. Then they gotta get like the heads of the gangs and all that stuff. I mean, I forget what the hell they're called, but yeah, it's it's uh it's a lot. Do you do you feel that you uh really stepped up your workout game to almost just be prepared and like protect yourself in there? You know, well, I mean I kinda grew up in the city, you know what I mean? So, I mean, I was around these guys uh, most of my life. So, I mean, it didn't really bother me too much, you know, being around them. You know, I usually pretty much hung out with the Italians and, you know, the whatever. But we were kind of like friends with everybody, you know what I mean? So, it's not like we really had uh, any problem with anybody in there. You know, like I was uh, the Jersey, they call them the carts, the Jersey cart, you know, the Washington cart or whatever, the D.C. cart, whatever. Everybody had a cart, you know what I mean? But uh, the Jersey cart was a big cart. And, um you know, so they pretty much looked after me, and uh, it was, it was, you know, pretty much it was okay. I mean, you got to pretty much look after yourself in there, you know what I mean? Because if anything goes down, then you know what I mean? What are you going to wait for somebody to come and uh, rescue you? You know what I mean? Yeah. I had a few, uh, you know, a few, you know, a few times where, you know, I was ready to fight, but man, it never happened. You know, um, I remember this one guy, this guy was huge. This guy had to be the size of a door. I mean, literally the size of a door. He was big. And um, he asked me to go into the bathroom, you know what I mean? And I told him he was going to stick me in the garbage can. And, but he didn't think that he was going to – he didn't think that I was actually going to walk into the bathroom, you know what I mean? So basically I put my bag down and I'm looking at him and he's like, uh, you know, blah, 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 blah. And uh, I said, listen, what are you going to do? And I can tell right away if somebody's going to do something or not. So this guy was big. I mean, I would have had to just like take his kneecaps out or something because this guy was just a beast. <laughs> and <laughs> – Basically, you know, when we went back and forth, back and forth, I picked up my bag and I said, yeah, I thought so. All right, so I walked out of the bathroom and like 10 minutes later, he came and like shook my hand, you know, and said that he was wrong, this, that, that, that. 
And every time he saw me after that, he always uh, said hello to me, and that was that. You know, but uh, you know, it, it, it happens. You know what I mean? It, it, anything can happen at any time. Did the did the guards ever try to look after you because they're fans of the show or fans of your wife? And like, hey, I want to be friends with Joe Judas maybe after because he's not going to be in here forever. And they were just trying to look out for you in some ways. Like some guys, you'd kind of be like, man, I'd love to see you in the outside. And just thank them for maybe giving you an extra apple or something like that. Yeah, no, no, they wouldn't do that. But I mean. Um... You know, I was uh, I was cool with the guards in there. You know what I mean? Uh, we were, you know, we got along. And don't forget, I uh, always, uh, you know, I worked in the gym, so I mean, I repaired all the, uh, all the, you know, the gym facility. I did like all the upholstery, whatever broke, I put together. So I had my own office. You know what I mean? My own TV, my own fan. You know what I mean? Whatever. So I mean, uh, compared to most of the guys, I had it pretty good. You know what I mean? In the uh, in the gym, you know. But they offered me the job, and I took it because uh, I was handy. And um, you know, so I basically was in the gym all the time. That's all I ever did was work out. And then we had a racquetball room in uh, the first facility, which was Fort Dix. And that would, uh, we also had pads made, you know what I mean? So we would practice with the pads and everything else like two or three times a week. And, uh, you know, I would do the same thing when I went to the other facility. Actually, all the facilities I did the same thing. I worked out in every facility. That's what kept my mind, like, you know. But, yeah, you know, you have to, you, you got to do something. You know what I mean? Basically, I, I did a lot of um, I did a lot of reading. Um, I, you know, so I learned a lot of stuff. With, you know, as far as you know, reading all the books I read. Sure. And um, you know, I just focused on a lot of different things, and uh, you know, who I never knew I was going to get into the you know the adult toys, but I mean, uh, that was <laughs> one of the things I studied in there, but. Uh, I studied a few different things I'm working on, you know what I mean? I'm still trying to get things on. It's kind of like hard. The hardest thing I'm having a problem right now is getting a good coder, all right? Like to get getting a good coder together to get this one job done that I'm, I've been working on since I got out. I went through about three or four coders, and I don't know what's wrong with these guys, but they're like, they're all the same. It's like crazy. I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. But, yeah, so I'm having one problem with a coder, but we have the site ready. We have everything ready. I was going to launch something really good, too. but um. I got to get a coder together, but I got other things going on, so I'm not worried about that right now. Whenever I get a good coder, I'll put that together. How was, last thing about prison, how was the food in prison? I was always with the Italians, and basically what they did is whatever food that came out of the kitchen, they bought. All right? So they would cook, and believe it or not, the food wasn't bad. You know what I mean? I mean, I remember one time they came out with the, I don't know how the hell they even got it out, but I mean, it was... Uh, like a London broil, it was like this, you know, like this thick. And um, I mean, it was still hot. And I don't know how the hell they even, like, you know, snuck it out of the kitchen, but they got it out of the kitchen. Then we paid something like 60 bucks, 70 bucks for it, or whatever it was. All right, but it was like this big. I mean, literally, like, we were cutting it all like, you know. <laughs> there was this one guy that was uh, in there for 18 years. He was eating the fat and everything. I mean, he was like. <laughs> 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 oh, that's awesome. Yeah, man. Some of these guys, I don't know how they do it, man. 18 years, uh, 20 years, 30 years, I don't know how they do it. Wow. Well, I mean, I, mean, I got to tell you, the time I've been in, I mean, 36 months plus the seven months, that was a long time. The seven months felt like it was double the 36 months that I was at. Yeah, what then, was uh, Ice facility, the food really stinks in there. Where, what, what is the vibe like in that kind of facility? Like, is it a cell? Like, what is, is it a house? Like, what, what is that exactly? If you could explain that to people who aren't familiar with it. And what, the ice facility or the yeah, other? The ice facility. The ice facility is basically, 
you got you have a choice. You can either go into uh, you know your own cell where you sleep by yourself, or you're like in a dorm where they call where everybody you know like they have a dorm up and down, and like you know everybody's around. I mean, it's kind of better because you can move around more, and you don't and you're not like locked up in the cell. You know what I mean? Like uh, you'd have to go at night, like nine ten o'clock, you gotta go to the cell. You know, with the dorm. You basically just walk around all night and just, uh, you know, whatever. So, I mean, if you want to go to sleep, go to sleep. If you don't want to go to sleep. You know, you walk around, you mingle with different people. Not that you really want to mingle with too many people, but you know what I mean. It's a little better than, uh, you know, you go take a shower whenever you want. You know what I mean? When you're in a cell, you basically shower when it's time to shower. You know what I mean? You eat when it's time to eat. You come out, and then another group comes in. You go right into your cell. Another group comes out. It's a pain, yes. Yeah. Well, you know, what? I'm I'm looking at you now. You got a haircut. Where'd you get that thing? I, I'm telling you, I'm looking at my hair. That's like the hardest thing to get in quarantine. You look good, dude. <laughs> I actually had a uh, a uh, a barber come to my house. They do come to your house now over here. You know, like yeah. a lot of them won't go work in the uh, in an actual barber shop because they don't want to be around too many people. But that's awesome. Let me ask you this: it, Going back, you know, you're still a young guy, and you're looking back on your career with TV and business. Would you still do reality television? Do you look at it as like a blessing, or is it just would you have done it differently and try to have been more of a character, the molder character in some sort of way? I mean, you know what? I don't regret anything. I mean, uh, things happen for a reason. You know, I mean, if uh, all this didn't happen, I probably wouldn't be doing this uh, celebrity fight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or maybe I would. I mean, I don't know. But uh, I don't think that I'd be, you know, I'd probably be a lot heavier if I, did, if I didn't go away. That's for sure. I mean, I was 215 when I went in. And what are you now? I'm about buck 75, buck 80 now. So You look good, man. You look good. You look good. I was, a buck, I was a buck 65 when I came out. I mean, uh, that was too skinny then, though. <laughs> yeah, you were. Yeah, you were. You were insane skinny there. There was like... I think everyone was waiting to see, like, man, what is Joe doing, you know? Would you, um, how do you think the, the outlets, the press have been to you? Have they been fair to you? Have they been honest with you? I mean, what's your relationship with the media outlets? Or are you just trying to stay away from it? I haven't really talked to too many people, to be honest with you, you know what I mean? Uh, I just started now, but other than that, I, I really just stayed away. I haven't uh, talked to anybody, you know what I mean? Whatever they say out there, I don't even know because I'm listening. You know what I mean? It's not like, hey, I don't watch TV. You know what I mean? So uh, once in a while, I go on breaking news that comes on my uh, phone, and I'll uh, you know see what's going on and, uh, at home or whatever in the U.S. and uh, with this Corona thing. But other than that, I really don't. I don't watch TV. I don't watch the news. I mean, that's uh, I've done that for three and a half years. I don't want to see a television. Yeah. I hear you, Joe. Uh, and last, and I guess the fans who obviously listen to you, you and Teresa. Uh, um, you guys currently, what's the current status of you and Teresa? I mean, I live here. She lives there. That's the current status. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what am I going to do? Yeah. It's not like, uh, listen, even if, you know, we could live either place, but I mean, what am I going to do? Take my kids from, you know, a country that they grew up in and take them over here where they don't even, they don't even know the language that well and, uh, you know, go to school or whatever. It's like me coming over here after all the time that I've been in America. I don't really read Italian that well. I got a good thing for this Google Translate. Otherwise, I'd be like, you know, what the hell? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I mean, you got to like, you know, as far as writing, I don't know how to write Italian. You know what I mean? I could read it a little bit, but it's not like I could write it or whatever. Like, I got to go get my license now. 
and I've been going, you know, started going to this uh, driving school over there for this, uh, you know, driving thing, or, you know, to get my driver's license. It's ridiculous. I mean, I had a 50 questions, believe it or not, I got 12 wrong, all right? And you failed, all right? Out of 50 questions, you failed. You can only get three wrong out of 50 questions. Wow. <laughs> so I'm like, what the hell, man? I'm like, I don't even freaking read Italian, and I, I think I did pretty damn good. I was like, <laughs> I don't so are you gonna are you gonna have to go back to kind of any kind of schooling for the language or anything like that, or do you feel like just being there and surrounding yourself? And yeah, I'm just basically, you know, doing whatever I gotta do. I mean, uh, you know, well, uh, I'm learning how to, you know, everything with the phones now. So maybe I'm gonna tell the guy when I go in there. Listen, I'm, you know, I'm doing this uh, Google Translate thing. I'm reading it. I'm gonna read it in English. I don't give a shit what the hell you say. You know what I mean? That's bullshit. You know what I mean? Like they 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 say it, they say it in French. You're allowed to take it in French, but you can't take it in English. English is one of the biggest, you know, languages, languages around. Planet. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't know too many people that speak French. It's true. And so, and I know you just lost the appeal to come back to the states. Are you going to just keep pursuing this over and over and over? You know, to eventually come back to your family with your kids. Is this just going to be a continual process until you feel like you get what you know what you want to be, which is with your family? Yeah, absolutely. Listen, my kids need me. I mean, uh, you know, it's uh, you know, it's. Uh, I mean, I don't even. I don't even get the whole damn thing. You know, the whole. Uh, deportation thing, uh, I, especially on my crime. I mean, I don't know anybody any money. You know what I mean? It's not like uh, I owe the government money or I uh, ripped off banks with millions of dollars. I don't, I don't owe anybody any money. All right? Yeah. What did I do? I uh, did a little, uh, what the hell did I do? Uh, tax returns or some bull crap like that. I mean, are you kidding me? You know what I mean? You get deported over something stupid like that. doesn't make any sense, but... That's the laws over there. I mean, I guess uh, if you kill somebody, you get to walk on the streets. If you uh, do little stupid things like that, I guess they deport you. I don't know. But it's not only me. I mean, I, I've seen people get deported on uh, DUIs. So. Yeah. But not, they had no green cards and no anything. You know what I mean? And, but they come back again. You know what I mean? So it's easier for them to come back. But I, I wouldn't be able to go back because, you know, I wouldn't want to deal with any ICE facility or anything like that. So I wouldn't even take a chance and I would never even want to go back. Unless I was allowed to go back, and um, I mean, who knows? Listen, we'll see what what the future brings. I mean, uh, maybe I live in the Bahamas for a little while, I'll live over here. I mean, it's not so bad. Yeah, you know not bad I mean? at all. You're awesome. Well, the kids can always come out and visit. You know what I mean? The Bahamas is only a few hours away. I'll buy, you know, maybe eventually buy a place out there. You know, you got uh, there's plenty to do around. You know what I mean? Not a bad place to be. Well, Joe. It's uh, it's great to talk to you. It's great to catch up with you. We're glad you're in a good place and you're doing well. You look well, and congratulations. I grew up in New Jersey, and you know, New Jersey is always New Jersey. I've been around there forever. I'm a Jersey boy too, man. I mean, I hey, listen. Before I would go away, and listen, all these places were all beautiful. You know what I mean? And I've been to a lot of places, but after a couple of weeks, I wanted to go home to New Jersey for some reason. <laughs> Tell Dax that, please. <laughs> tell everyone shits on Jersey. It's not that bad, right? Where, where are you from? I'm from Union. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm from Central Jersey, but I'm a big Jersey Shore guy. But everyone, I mean, listen, everyone shits on Jersey. It's really, it's a pretty cool state. It's not bad at all. It raised good Jersey, people. you got Atlantic City. You got the city right there. You got, uh, everything is like right there. You got the woods. You got the shore. You got, uh, 
and it's pretty much close to everything. You know what I mean? If you want to fly to an island or wherever, I mean, it's exactly. It's a good location, close to New York, and you know, even though it's 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 a great city, good food too. How's the Italian food out there where you are? Is it good pizza? Yeah, no, no, they got. Uh, I mean, they got great food out here. Good man. Well, Joe, man, I got. I mean, every damn day. You know, like every damn day, I'm like eating pasta. They got I'm not blowing up because I'm sitting off moving around. Like, that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. But I mean, you can't, like, you don't want to eat it. But it's like you can't refuse it because it's so damn good. So I mean, you guy, we go to my aunt's house. You know what I mean? And then of course, every day, you know, the and then they, you know, pour wine, and you know, you have a couple glasses of wine when you eat every time. So I mean, it's uh, the wine and. The food is unbelievable. And then after they, they give you a big bowl of pasta, they expect you to eat, you know, uh, whatever they eat, whatever else, the second, you know, because they call the first to second, you know, course, first to second course. I mean, the pasta is fine, you know what I mean? That's already enough. But uh, then they give you meats and uh, vegetables, and they expect you to, they don't stop until, like, you know, everything is almost done, you know what I mean? Because they don't like to waste any food, you know, that's for sure. You know, so they keep forcing it on you, and, you know, like, it's, it's good. You know what I mean? I got to say, at least I have, you know, good, I'm around good family. If I would have got stuck in Solano by myself, I probably would have been a toothpick again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I don't know about, you know, cooking and doing all that. I probably would have had to cook and do everything I had to do over there as well. But if I would have been by myself over there, I would have kind of like stunk a little bit. I mean, I would have, you know, I got a guy over there, believe it or not. I met a guy out there. Who owns a sushi restaurant and he owns an Italian restaurant on the water that's so nice. And, um, you know, I probably would have been stuck with him, but at the end of the day, he got deported too. He used to own like six or seven restaurants in uh, New York at one time. Oh, man. You know, so he got deported for like some tax crap yeah. as well. And he came, uh, he came to the States when he was 11. Crazy. So, well, we're about we're about to lose you because uh, Adam is too cheap to upgrade our Zoom account. <laughs> Listen, it was nice talking to you guys. Yeah, brother. Thank you. Take care of yourselves out there. Make sure you wash your hands, brush your teeth, use a lot of Listerine, and a lot of sanitizer. For sure, Joe. Congrats on the boxing gig. Congrats on the adult toy business. And uh, check out Joe, his YouTube series, and uh, he's doing some really good stuff, man. We're excited to see this boxing match in the fall, brother. All right, man. All right, that was fun. Joe was really cool. Yeah, that was uh, straight from Italy. You know, he's in the mountains. So if this, by the way, if the sound sounds a little a little off, he was he was zooming from uh, his mom's house. His mom's house in the mountains in Italy, <laughs> not from so like cool. not from like the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Like he was like in the mountains of Italy. But uh, he seemed happy. He looked great. Uh, you know, like he and said, he's just seemed. I don't know. Maybe he was excited to talk to like Americans, just like some other. You know, he hasn't talked to an American in a while. By the way, I got someone on hold for us right now, too. So we're not going to end it now. We, we, got, we got another caller. Are you ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay, Adam, can you give give everyone a little reference of who Damon is? Because so, he's, he's the guy behind all of this. Damon, is, Damon Feldman is the man. He's the 60-minute man. He's the man behind celebrity boxing. I mean, he's one who put together so many of these celebrity boxing fights back in, from Danny Bonaducci to the, the bagel guy who was a fucking insane to screech dustin diamond uh you know he's the Farrah man abraham Farrah abraham i mean he's the one who puts together all these celebrity boxing and the lenny dykstra's of the world and uh 
it's crazy that he's able to get these people going and he's a self I mean he's a hustler he's a hustler and I respect that about him because he reaches out to these people and he he gets a lot of you know uh, attention behind these boxing matches and especially with this Joe Dew dice he was able to land Joe so Damon man thanks for joining us man celebrity boxing how are you yeah man thanks a lot for having me guys I'm a fan of yours too both you guys so um, you're a hustler you worked hard but getting to Joe, man, it, it was it was meant to be this fight because I did it. It's really weird, man. I hit a brick wall, spent 13 months in the can, came out, stopped drinking. I haven't drank in four years. I met Teresa a couple of years ago, and we were talking about celebrity boxing, and she said Joe's going to want to fight when he gets out. So I didn't think anything of it. You know, then you said the big guy, all these other fights I've done. I I was just laying around quarantine. I thought, man, Joe Judah, what's he up to? I just looked him up. Reached out to him, and here we are. Now he was—he loves boxing, and he has skills, and he's—he's going to do some damage. So you're doing the fight in the Bahamas in the fall, correct? Um, and how about the legality of fighting in the Bahamas? Have you started putting that together? How's that looking? Yeah, right yeah, now? we're we're I'm put, right now putting the um, you know legwork in and just the groundwork with where it's going to be. Um, and talks, you know, there's the next couple weeks. You know, it's a process, man. Putting these events together, it's not like you just put a fight together. I got to go through state athletic commissions, get the rules done. But with this whole thing, we're going to donate something back to coronavirus. So we'll see what we're doing. I'm working with this lady, uh, Tammy George, great woman. She's um, does a lot with kids that are orphaned down there. So it's we're going to be working with some. It's going to be a great cause too. You know, like it's not a charity event. I'm not a charity company, but you know, we're 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 putting some really cool things together, and um, I'm looking forward to it, man. I've never been to the Bahamas, but I uh, heard a lot of great things, and Celebrity Boxing is going to debut there. Was there, uh, you know, what was the selling point for Joe? You know, obviously, he sees he gets probably requests all the time for appearances, for different sort of promotional items. Obviously, he talked about his new adult toy that he's invested in, but what was it that attracted him to Celebrity Boxing? Well, me and Joe kicked it off right away. It was so I emailed him. Then I woke up in the 6 a.m. in the morning. Like, this guy already emailed me back. Six, you know what I mean? Like, I went, I emailed before I went to sleep, but there it's six hours difference. It was like 5.35. I was, like, getting ready for my operation. I didn't had a leg operation. I saw my email. I said, Joe, just like, what? You ready? So let me see what he says. Like, I love it. Uh, can we connect? I was like, oh, man, this is great. <laughs> Conversation. We just connected. And he, you know, he's, a, he's an awesome guy, man. And he's like... What I love about him, he's all about redemption, and you know he's he's a real guy, and he's he's down to do it. He's real excited, and he's taking this serious. Like, you know, he, he I know it's crazy to say, but he loves the idea of him taking on Tyson. But uh, you know, Mike's Mike's an animal, so yeah. So who who are some of the possible? Have people reached out to you saying they want to fight Joe Judice, and who are the people you're really entertaining offers from right now? Oh yeah, I've gotten like Lenny Dykstra message me. Uh, Stuttering John, he really wants to do this fight. He actually made a video of it. Uh, Stuttering John, he did it by. He's actually one to know in this type of fights, but he fought for Howard Stern show mm-hmm. uh, while he beat that uh, crazy cabbie guy. Um, who else? Uh, I don't know. I just a bunch of different guys. I got to look back at the emails, uh, but everybody's trying to fight him. Yeah, I probably have like hundreds of people that want to step in a ring. They see an opportunity and. 
you know, it's a great good time to uh, put these events on. Do people want to fight him because they dislike him, or do they want to fight him because they just want him? Like, why would Stern John? What What do they get out of it? Do they want to do it because they dislike him? Do they want to do it just so they can win? What What exactly is? Well, it? you know, I'm known as the 16th minute man, so I'm trying to give a celebrity a 16th minute. So people usually get their chance. They want this opportunity to get in the spotlight because with what my platform is celebrity boxing. The match is just like the icing on the cake. The end of it the build-up, the hype, the stare-downs. That's where they're getting known, known again. They're getting opportunities for endorsements, sponsors, and opening doors for other avenues in you know their career or their former career to get back out there. Now, is there someone that would be like your ideal matchup for him? Like, is there someone that you're dying for? Um, not dying for, but there's some interest out there. There's a couple guys, you know, We'll, we'll talk about it later. Another time. <laughs> now, once we announce who it is, we'll let you know. But you know, I, I talked to Frank Stallone. Frank's not going to fight, but he loves this idea. Joe Judice fighting is like Frank's a real fight guy. Him and Sly, and uh, they were just uh, really like, man, this guy's. He they, they didn't like the idea when I said I called out Mario Lopez. I can say that. So I did a bunch of call outs. I called out Ronnie from Jersey Shore. Situation, Paulie D. All these guys are boxed at some point or trained. And um, I called out all the bachelors. I called out um, Mario Lopez, and he also said he would fight some former UFC fighter or former world champion boxer. Because remember, the matches are only three one and a half minute rounds, bigger gloves, so it's not going to be like fighting a real pro fight. But you can battle it out a little. But I was hoping the situation would come on board because. It's all about redemption, and he's about redemption. And we talked uh, a couple years ago about him actually doing a match, and he outpriced himself a little. But you know, you have to understand it, it's more than just money right here, uh, because the whole country's messed up right now. So, but it's an opportunity to definitely stay relevant. And um, whoever takes on Joe's going to be a celebrity overnight. There's no now if they're not a celebrity, you know. So we floated an idea by Joe. I want to hear what you think, because obviously you're the man behind all of this. We said, you know, what do you think about fighting one of your like ICE officers or an FBI agent that landed him out of the country? What are your thoughts on that? <laughs> uh, that is definitely something um, I wouldn't have thought about. I think that's very intriguing, though. Uh, I think that's definitely <laughs> to get some hype, and um, especially because it's the election year and everything that's going on. Uh, depends on who it is. Like, you know, I mean, we're open to anyone. Who, uh, you know, Damon, obviously this is not your first rodeo. You've been doing putting these celebrity boxing fights for a long time now. Who's been the easiest person to deal with and who's the most difficult person to deal easiest with? Easiest person, Danny Bonaducci. Hardest person, Tanya Harding. Craziest guy, Jose Canseco. I did a fight and his twin showed up instead. Uh, what else? I, I have some <laughs> oh, So, Adam, we got to talk. Yeah, you guys, ain't you two decks. Uh, I want to put together celebrity boxing behind closed doors. I'm in talks right now because I got some crazy stories, man. The, the mystery, Hollywood mistress girl. Yeah, hold on. Uh, I mean, dude, he. it's funny because you deal with the celebrity themselves and you deal with them when they're in interesting parts of their life and – I mean, it's crazy about the exposure you get for these fights. Tell me about uh, your movie, The 60 Minute Man. What's going on with that? Definitely. I want to tell you about that. But you know what I want to tell you? Okay, so one of the, also a great guy to deal with was Rodney King. He lived with me for four months. He was like awesome guy. We got to know each other. 
And he was just awesome, man. He was like a great guy. He couldn't wait to fight. I got that was the biggest hype I've ever gotten for a fight. And that was like ten years ago, and it was like it was a re resurrection of uh, celebrity boxing. Um, awesome guy. But uh, yeah, my movie it's the sixteen minute man. It's uh, in the works right now. It's how he, it's a, I'm a former undefeated fighter. I was nine and zero, four knockouts. Got injured outside the ring. crazy out of the ring accident. Messed my neck up. Uh, just, the this celebrity boxing, I sold it to uh, Dick Hart Productions, Fox, who worked the deal out. Uh, they did two events. Uh, I sort of hit heads with the uh, producers of it, and they didn't understand boxing, and they really wanted to see these guys get hurt and laid out. It just wasn't what I was planning. I always had this vision of WWE version of boxing, sort of like the Vince Man of boxing. And uh, I just went my way. They went theirs. I got a deal, nice deal. And I just basically have been putting the fights on, and that's what the movie's going to be about. You know, I've hit brick walls, uh, spent 13 months in jail, drank stupid fights with issues, stupidest things. But I was going through a dark time in my life, too, man. And, you know, you guys are all about making it big. And, you know, if you're in this type of business, you're definitely going to hit a brick wall and suffer from some depression, probably. Uh, to get where you want to be. That's great, man. Well, dude, you got to check out, follow him on Celebrity Boxing on Instagram, and, you know, obviously he'll keep you posted, hopefully us posted, on the updates of Joe Judice's boxing match, his first Celebrity Boxing match. And, uh, Damon, congratulations with everything. We're excited to see what's to come. Let us know. Get us, get him a good opponent. I want to see a fight, brother. I know. We, we're going to talk about this. I love the idea of, of that other guy you said. But we're going to definitely – I'll get in touch with you guys. Like, you know, I really appreciate uh, being on your show. Wow. Uh, dude, Damon, nice guy. It's uh, it's crazy he's found a niche, and there's people that are willing, especially celebrities, to box. And to box. Uh, to Put your face out there. Like These are all people that are famous, that they've used their face to their advantage for years, and it's like – Punch me in the face. I, I know that it's, what, three-minute, 30-second round? Like, it's not that much, but it's enough to do damage if you're in the ring with Joe Judice, right? Yeah, it's uh, just to be willing to put yourself out there, and the chance of being humiliated for anybody is pretty ballsy. And, you know, props to Joe for doing it. Uh, I'm sure it was probably worth his time to do it. I'm sure Damon gave him a good offer. Um, but then also Joe's probably intrigued by, you know, just being competitive. Like he said, he's been studying karate for his whole life, and now he's he's also in physically good shape. So uh, interesting interview, and he seems like he's in a happy place. I mean, he Italy sounds pretty cool place to be quarantined. Except you have no family, no wife, and all you got is a bunch of vibrators. That's the downside. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's weird. But guys, thank you again for listening. Subscribe, write a review. If it's a good review, please leave it down. If it's a bad review, just DM it to Dax because he loves those. Uh, and uh, we will see you next time. Later. A part of the production.